I'm Lauren XOXO, bitch, bitch, bitch. What's up guys? Welcome to this week's episode of Lauren XOXO and friends. Before we get into this episode, I just want to say thanks so much to all of you who tune in weekly. Thank you for your DMs. Just thank you for the love. Like, I love it. I appreciate it. Thank you to everyone who sees me out in public and just comes up to me and says, hi, I love your show. I fuck with it. So thank you. I fuck with it and I fuck with y'all. So thank you for continuously supporting this show and let's get into this week's episode. So this week's episode is a little different. I wanted to try something new and I wanted to try doing a solo episode. So I didn't even think people did solo podcasts until I listened to my girl Mina Dolls podcast and she did it solo and I was like, what? How can you do a solo podcast? And so I had hit her up because I was like, I want to try this. Give me some tips. Give Like, how do you go about this? So she gave me a bunch of tips and I'm going to try it out this week. And if you guys like it, DM me. Tell me you like it. If you don't like it, be like, bitch, you're boring. It's a dub. Find somebody else to sit on the other side of that table. And I could do that too. But again, shout out to my girl, Mina Doll. If you haven't already, check out her podcast. I've been on her podcast before, and she's been on my podcast before. So if you listen on SoundCloud, um, or if you just want to find her podcast, well, she's on podcast. She's on SoundCloud, and she's on um, Apple Podcasts, as well as other platforms. But if you want to go to her page, I'm pretty sure I've like retweeted her a bunch of times on my SoundCloud. So not retweet, but y'all, y'all get what I'm saying, repost. So check her out. She's really dope. And let's get into this week's episode. So I was kind of like trying to figure out like, what am I going to start with first? Am I going to touch um, on topics or like, where do I want to start? Because again, I'm doing this alone and this is my first time. So I figured I'd give you guys a therapist update because someone DM'd me the other day and they were like, help me, help me. Like, how do I find a therapist? What should I do? All this other stuff. So I was like, all right, I'm going to keep the therapist stuff up. I know a few weeks I was, I haven't, you know, been, I know for a few weeks I haven't updated you, but it was because we weren't really, it was kind of like, I guess we were still getting to know each other, but I felt like this week we had a really great breakthrough, and so I am, I, I'm really excited to talk about it. So, this week, there was something kind of like heavy on my mind, and I went to therapy yesterday, actually, and so I, I was telling her about the issue, and it was about a specific person, and something that happened to me about, it's, it'll be almost three years And so she had suggested that we try something called an empty chair exercise. So in this exercise, uh, you pull out an empty chair and you envision the person who you have an unresolved issue with in that chair. And from there, you tell the person how you feel. You talk about the situation. You you basically kind of say all of the things that I guess you were scared to say at that time when it happened. And one of the things that I know I personally need to work on is I'm really bad at, 
I'm really bad at resolving shit. Like, I'm one of those people who kind of rather just, like, if I feel like it's going to be too much of a headache, I don't even, I don't even want to argue with you. I'll just dip. I'll block you. I'll go about my life. Like, I won't even give the person an opportunity to say they're sorry or to say how they feel because, I don't know, I guess in my mind I've just always been like, sometimes people, like, people don't give a fuck. And that's how I've always felt. But that's not good to do because, you know, with this person, almost three years later, this issue is still in my mind. It's still unresolved. It's still bothering me. It's still affecting my life. So she pulled out this chair and I'm like, you want me to talk to this chair, girl? So I'm talking to the chair. And I'm envisioning the person. And I'm not going to lie, after a few minutes, it kind of felt surreal because all of the things that I have had, you know, on my mind or, you know, that have that have just been, that I have been sitting on for so long, you know, I was able to get all of those things out. And I kind of like closed my eyes. I was looking at the chair, but it got to a point where I closed my eyes. Because I kind of started to envision the person sitting in that chair. And because I, I know this person so well, I envision like his mannerisms or just like how the person would be. And but because I'm such a closed in person and I've never truly felt comfortable like getting out my feelings like that. I don't know. It just kind of made it easier for me, maybe because they weren't there. But it just it kind of felt surreal in a sense and I don't know it went on for a few minutes and then after you know I'm gonna say maybe like after maybe like six minutes you know she my therapist would stop me and say like okay so at this moment at this point after all of those things that you've said like how do you feel what's going on in your mind she's one of those therapists that as you say things, she wants to know, like, how you feel at that current moment. And it's it helps me because if she doesn't ask those things, I'll just ramble, ramble, ramble and won't even think twice about, you know, like, I don't know. She just, if I'm like, that was fucked up, she's like, what's fucked up about it? How did, like, how do you feel right now? Do you want to cry? Like, what's going on? And it's really effective for me because, again, I'm used to hiding my feelings. It's just something I do or I'm not, I'm just not good with expressing myself to anyone. And so I keep so much in and it it's not good. So after this went on for a few minutes and then I'm crying, I'm bawling, but I'm, I'm feeling like really, really good. And I'm like, I've never even said these like, I've never even said these words out of my mouth to this person. Like, I've never even, like, I just kept it in for so long and kind of just tucked it away. And anytime it would come across my mind, you know, I'm laying in bed or walking down the street and I'm just pissed at the situation, at the person. And so afterwards, to calm me down, because once she was like, all right, you good? You got everything out? we good to go can we move forward I'm like yeah I go to um therapy on my lunch break so of course you know crying for I don't know 30 minutes you kind of need to like snap out of 
whatever you're going through. So afterwards, we did about, um, I'm going to say maybe it was like a 15-minute meditation to where she kind of just helped me get out of the space that I was in because I was like, I was just a wreck. But I left feeling really, really good. I left feeling like I had had a really big breakthrough. And I just felt like, I felt different. And I didn't feel like the situation was weighing heavy on me anymore. Which is crazy. Because it's only been a day, so I don't know. You know. I might wake up next week and think about it and be pissed. But because I know me, because I know I will never speak to this person again, um, that exercise that we did just it just felt really surreal but it also felt like I was closing the door on something that had been haunting me well and one of the things because I was like this shit is haunting me and she was like so tell that person that you're not gonna let them hunt you anymore and I was like I'm not gonna let you haunt me anymore and it was you know it's one of those therapy things that like you kind of don't understand and if you're on the outside looking in you're like what the fuck is this but if you're actually doing it and if you actually like let if you actually let the therapist do their job and you know take you to that space it will really help you so that's my update for this week I'm hoping next week won't be so many tears I always tell her like I'm I'm not that person who cries in front of people so Even that makes me feel uncomfortable. Like when I'm just sitting in front of someone I don't know and I'm crying and I'm like telling them all of my feelings and how I feel about things, it's very uncomfortable for me because I don't even do that shit with my friends. And no one is special. Like I don't. If I'm crying, it's because my friend is crying and she made me cry because she's going through something and I'm crying with her. I usually get out all my tears before I bring it to my friends. And I've always been just really kind of good at having a poker face in situations. But, you know, I feel like now I'm learning, like, girl, you, it's okay to have feelings. It's okay to cry. It's okay to, you know, tell someone, like, you hurt me. It's okay. It's not the worst thing in the world. Like, and at the end, in the end, you're going to feel better and you know, I'm going to work on resolving issues when they start and not three fucking years later. So that is an update. I I feel really good about it. And it just, I don't know, I, I feel like it brought me closer to my therapist. I feel like our trust is just, the trust that I have in her has skyrocketed because she she's really, really helping me. And this is a white woman. And again, I did not want a white therapist, but I was open to it. And, you know, so far it's been great. So that's my update. And all right, let's get into the bullshit. Let's get into this week's topics because too, too, too much crazy shit has gone on. And I know that all of if you have Instagram, you've seen it. The 16-year-old girl who was on Dr. Phil, her name was Treasure, who believed that she was a white person and superior to black people. Now, when I originally saw this, I was just, like, really confused because she was just like, black people have nappy hair and my hair is straight. First of all, the girl just flat ironed her hair. What are you talking about, bitch? You know how you look when you get out the shower. Stop. So... I thought that was kind of weird. And then she was just, she was just really going in and she was only 16. And then they had said the reason why she thinks she's white is because her stepfather was white and that 
he he passed away, but she had always thought that he was her father. Now listen, you know, I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed, but I can even talk about my own experience. My little brother's father, my stepdad, was very light-skinned. My little brother was very, very, very light-skinned. He's dark now because he ran track, outside track all his life, outdoor track all his life, but even at a young age, even though I called him dad, I knew because he was so light-skinned and because my little brother was so light-skinned that this man was not my father and nobody had to tell me that. I just knew. I was, and I never, I, I don't know when I started asking my mom about my father, but I knew he wasn't my dad because I was like, my little brother is like so light-skinned. I'm a little brown kid. Like I know that's not my daddy. So I ain't no way in hell this little girl thought she was mixed with white. No way in hell. So she's going in, and at first, you know, I don't know. I feel like my first instinct was to, like, go in on this little girl, to repost it on my Insta stories, to be like, what the fuck is wrong with this bitch? And then I, I kind of felt super sad that, like, I'm like, yo, I've never even heard someone talk like this about black people. Like, you know... There are some people out there who, you know, the Stacey Dash is on stuff, but even, not even Stacey Dash has gone public with the shit that this fucking 16-year-old girl was saying. And so, come to find out, it's not, come to find out her sister had come out saying, like, this was a host, this is not real, uh, they treasure the girl she wanted to go on vacation so she had her mom lie so her and her mom had came together they concocted this lie so they could be on tv because she wanted to be the next bad bobby the girl who the catch me outside girl and i was like so you telling me you put your 16 year old daughter would allow for your 16-year-old daughter to go on TV spewing all of this hate against herself just so y'all motherfuckers could go to California and be on Dr. Phil and you thought that this was going to make y'all go live? What? You thought that this was going to put money into your y'all pockets? Like, y'all don't understand that niggas was just going to retweet Make her into a funny-ass meme and keep it fucking moving. And when, when I say retweet, meaning on some retweet, this bitch is crazy. What the fuck is going on? That was it. I don't know if they thought they was going to get some type of record deal or do a whole bunch of interviews. But I'm pretty sure right now they're like, damn, that wasn't worth it. Because I was thinking about it in a sense, like, all right, she's 16. She's saying all of this shit. What's going to happen when she goes on job interviews? Like, we live in a world where... Everything, once something's on the internet, that's it. It's not coming down. It's not going away. You can find it some way, somehow. I just think about her looking for a job, her getting into college, like, you know, her even walking down the street. You know somebody's going to whoop her ass or try to whoop her ass, like, and they're not going to give a fuck in a sense of, oh, no, I was just joking. I just wanted a vacation. First of all, they're going to be like, yeah, you you wanted an all-expense-paid vacation? So you called Dr. Phil and went on a hate campaign about your people? What, bitch? Too weird. Like, 
I'm really disappointed. I'm really, it just really threw me off. And I felt like, even for that girl's mom, to okay that for her daughter, it's just like, y'all really dumber than a motherfucker. Like, so, and then the son, they said the son was in on it because she was calling her brother a thug, doing mad weird shit, like, just crazy. And so they were like, yeah, she needs an intervention. And kind of found out, like, all of that shit is fake. And I just feel like, damn, this is where, you know, social media has taken us to the point where you would really go out on TV looking like a fucking bozo, spewing self-hate, not even thinking about the consequences. Because they couldn't have thought about all of the ways that this would affect this girl's life, whether true or not. And I ha- I would have rather it been true because it's just like, shit, at least she's standing for something. Nah, shit is fake, and she's not standing for shit. So you do all of that shit, and that shit is going to follow you for the rest of your life. It's dumb. And honestly, the only person that you can really blame, because that little girl's 16, you have to blame her fucking mother. And if she was racist in her household, I would have blamed her mother anyways. Like, I had sent it to one of my homegirls. My homegirls was like, and her mother let her walk around the house saying shit like that. Nah, you... I, like, I was getting my ass beat if I did something like that. And I was like, that is so true. I would have got smacked too. And would have got my ass whooped. Because it's too weird. It's too crazy. So get off social media, y'all. Go go live your true lives. Because when it start making you want to do shit like this, when you just want to turn into a meme, it's fucking weird. And when the parents get into it, like, you know, my mom was one of them moms. My mom be like, I don't do that. What's Instagram? I don't do that Facebook shit. Like, that shit is weird. I don't do it. Like, she can't even understand it. So the fact that her mother was, like, with it, there's something wrong with that whole family. So, I don't know. I just, I'm telling you, one day she's going to try to get a fucking job. And they're going to be like, aren't you that? Aren't you that girl that was on Dr. Phil? Our customers are black. Nah, girl, we can't have you here. But it was a joke. Nah, girl. Not right now. It ain't it. It ain't happening. So that's just one of them things where it's it's going to bite you in the ass at the end of the day. And the fact that her mother thought that that shit was okay, fucking creepy. So next topic, Nikki and Cardi. I know we're all exhausted from it, but I was like, you know what? Let me talk about this shit. So I was listening to Queen Radio and Nikki gets on Queen. If you haven't heard it, Nikki gets on Queen Radio and she starts talking about um, how Hennessy is talking mad shit about Cardi, saying she looks like a crackhead on stage. I mean, not Cardi. About Nikki saying she looks like a crackhead on stage saying just just mad reckless shit or whatever. And I had saw Hennessy arguing with people in the comments on Instagram. But I was just like, why, why are you arguing with these people? Like, these people, like, people is going to shit on you all day. It's because y'all are now celebrities. Y'all have money. Y'all are rich. People are going to talk shit. But at the end of the day, like, y'all are living y'all best lives. Like, stop arguing with these bitches. And then she... Ra Ali jumps into Hennessy's comments like, oh, I'm going to punch you on your head like I 
did your sister, everyone knows. I was the one that did put that knot on your sister. I, not the security guard. Ah. Hennessy come back with all her shit. All right, cool. Then, um, so then Nikki is on Cream Radio and she's like, why, like, why do I got to tell my fans to shut up, but, uh, you can't tell your little sister to calm down. She's still talking shit, all this other stuff. And then Nikki's like, yeah, I have, um, I had my cameraman who was recording the, the Harper's Bazaar party, the, the icons party where, uh, Cardi had threw the shoe and she was like, yeah, um, and you know Ra Ali fucked you up and I was really mad at her for fucking you up. And, and which I was like, you, okay, say Ra Ali did snatch Cardi up. You really think that Nikki would be like, fuck out of here, Ra. Why you have to do it like that? You know. She high fives her. But whatever. We're going we gonna to keep it moving. Whatever. So she said she was mad. Sis was mad. All right, cool. So... <laughs> Then Nikki's like, oh, but if any, she goes, if anyone has the overhead recordings of the fight, I have a hundred K for anybody who wants to, um, sell to, who wants to put it out, put it out. I'll give you a hundred K. So Nikki's going in, Nikki's going in, Nikki's going in. Cardi uploads a million videos on Instagram basically saying like Nikki's a liar um talking about then she starts saying that she was the one that oh she's helping Nikki's bag because she turned down the diesel deal and she turned down the the new song that Nicki Minaj is on with the the little miss or whatever the fuck them girls names is and a whole bunch of other shit. And they're just going back and forth. Well, at this moment, no. I think Nikki was still on Instagram. Yeah, they're just going back and forth, back and forth. And they get industry execs in there. They get uh, someone from Wilhelmina was in there. It's just like, it just gets really, really, really messy. Steve Madden come in because um, fucking Nicki Minaj was like, I turned down a Steve Madden deal. And then Steve Madden was like, you can't turn it on a deal you never received. Come to find out. He did give Nicki Minaj a deal, but Nicki Minaj said she didn't like the shoes because they was ugly. And he actually did an interview where he talked about him, him supposed, well, he talked about the fact that he was supposed to have a, a shoe deal with Nicki Minaj, but they got into an argument, they fell out, but then they got cool or whatever, but it just never happened whole bunch of just messy like when I started seeing like industry execs and like people's managers and people saying like you know oh that's not why this person wasn't on the song that's not why it was just like it was really a fucking circus and it was too much like it was to the point where I was just like you know I love some good beef like I like the shit I really do I really do I love it I'm here for it. I'm here for the bullshit. But I was like, nah, this is exhausting. Like, if these two bitches are not going to pull up and fight and record it, I don't give a fuck. Like, I don't care. And so, honestly, on the outside looking in, it was just like, it was really sad. Like, it was, 
kind of look like, yo, y'all are two bosses, like, you know, Nikki, you need to fucking work on, just be, be fucking nice, just be nice, that's it, you know, I, I get that you was the only person in your, um, the only person holding it down for female rappers for so long, but Cardi's here, yes, we know that Cardi don't write her shit, we know it, we don't give a fuck, we listen to it, we like it, it's a bop, you know, it is what it is. It's not like it's nothing that nobody can do about it. Cardi is here to stay for now. And that's it. And you are a legend. Everyone knows you're a legend. You're still putting out fire. Like it's sometimes I feel like Nikki doesn't like think that <clears throat> she's it's just like she doesn't even acknowledge like I'm still giving this work. It's not like she's washed. It's not like she's still performing her super old songs. You just came out with a, well, this past summer, you, sorry, I had to move. This past summer, you came out with this album. The album was really good to me. You know, people feel how they want to feel about it, but I thought it was pretty good. And it's just like, well, nigga, no one's going to take your spot. But you know what? People will get tired of you and they will get tired of your bullshit and they will keep it moving. And I feel like that's what some people have done with you. Like, all that extraness, all that bullshit starting shit, it ain't even worth it. Because one of the things Cardi was saying, Cardi was like, yo, you're fucking up your legacy because you're being a hater. And I was like, that's really true. Like, you know, we don't, everyone's going to forget all the shit you accomplished because they're going to be talking about this shit. They're going to talk about you arguing weekly with some new girl who everyone knows will never be on your level lyrically. We know it. You know it. It's cool. You don't got to say shit. Just keep it moving. But, and you know, Nikki, you need to learn how to just accept people. Accept it. Accept Cardi. If all, Honestly, all Nikki had to do was accept Cardi B. Even if you just accepted her, like, in the public, but you wasn't really fucking with her, like, you know, when you got around your friends, all right, cool, just do that. But just accept her and keep it moving because niggas is going to always look at you like you're a fucking hater. And you don't want it to be like that. Like, you want to be the... I was thinking, like, okay, all of that shit happened, right? And then Beyonce puts up this picture paying homage to Tony Braxton. I was like, look at Beyonce showing bitches how to get along. And you little raggedy bitches, Belle Calise, fucking Hennessy, Onika, fucking um, Mariah Lynn figured out a way to jump in there. And one more, you know, I like Mariah Lynn, but I truly do feel like every time it's Nikki, Cardi, beef, Mariah Lynn comes in. Now Mariah Lynn came in talking about the Barb's jump to mother. I don't know if it's true or not. I don't know if the bars is going around jumping people. I would hope that they're not doing it, but I'm going to need for you to say something when that shit is happening because if you say it at the time when mad shit is going on, it's just like, there's no validation to that, bro. What? Like, and where'd you come from? And, sis, you would be the person that niggas is going to find walking by yourself. And the last thing you want the last thing you want is Riley big ass pulling up on you. You know that. Do I think Mariah Lynn will fight back? Yes, because I truly believe 
all Mariah Lynn's life, she had to fucking fight. I could see it. I could see it. I could really see it. But guess what? I just don't think this is the one that you want to get into. Like, sit out. Because I know that if Riley, big ass, see you walking down the street, and you know you're just a toothpick, she's going to drag you for filth. But I know you're going to keep fighting, and that's why I hold hope in you, but shut the fuck up. It's not going to work out for you. So they ended it with um, Nicki Minaj had put up some, like, let's focus on love, peace, happiness. Some shit just to kill it, you know. Maybe they, someone was able to get them to have a little phone conversation to settle it. Agree to disagree and keep it moving. That's it. Um... But yeah, it was just sad to look at. So I hope this is the last of the bullshit because it was too much. It was, it was disgusting, honestly. After a while, like once Nicki, Min- I mean Nicki Minaj, once Cardi uploaded all of those fucking videos, it was like, all right, first three videos, okay, okay, okay. Then all this other shit. Somebody leaked her phone number. Yo, when she was showing her text messages, when people was like, you could throw a shoe, but you can't throw up. It's like, let me tell you something. Fans are crazy. And Barb's, y'all got to find something to do. Because y'all, like, I don't know. Shit is crazy. Let's um get into this next topic. So something that kind of made me chuckle when I read the headline is that Caitlyn Jenner thought that Trump would help trans people but now Caitlyn Jenner no longer supports Trump because he's not helping trans people and when I saw it I was just like you you really thought that Trump gave a fuck about you and your people like you you really really thought that Trump was going to do something for trans people. What world do you live in, Caitlyn? Why would you ever? That's weird. I, you know, sometimes I feel like... Nah, I don't want to say it because maybe it'll sound fucked up, but that's a white man thought right there that Caitlyn Jenner has. Still, like, it's kind of like, yeah, like... I don't know, man. It don't sound right how I'm saying it, but it's like... You know this man don't fuck with you and your people. Ain't no way you thought this. This person don't even fuck with humans who are of a different skin tone. And you think he's going to fuck with trans people? Oh, okay. So, basically, what the Trump administration is trying to do is they're considering narrowly defining gender as a biological immutable condition determined by genitalia at birth. So, whatever you was born, they're saying that's what you are. You can't change it. They're trying to erase trans. That's just it. And Caitlyn Jenner is up in arms about it because basically she's saying that what she said is, I believe I could work within the party and the Trump administration to shift the minds of those who most needed shifting. I made many trips to to Washington to lobby and educate members of Congress. First of all, why, why, why did you think that they gave a fuck about you? Like, I'm still, I kind of feel like Caitlyn Jenner was trying to use her white man privilege 
and no, I don't want to say that wrong. I think no, I think that because Caitlyn Jenner was once a man, that she thinks that she still had white privilege and that they that white privilege that she had as a man and that they would give a fuck but they don't give a fuck about you and the fact that this is what has you up in arms not all the racist shit not all of the sexist fucked up shit not not none of that fuck all of that when they come for your people that's when you mad and that's why i'm just like nah fuck you and I'm here for trans rights, 100%. I feel like whatever the fuck you want to be, please be it. Life is short. Thug life. Do what the fuck you want to do. I don't give a fuck. Whatever you want to be, as long as it makes you happy, I'm here for it. But I'm not here for people who stand for the bullshit and then was like, oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, wait, no, no, no. Now you want to you wanna erase trans men and women? Nothing. Nah, it don't work like that. You, like, you really thought you was getting somewhere with these people? Why? For what? The man is disgusting. How could you think anything different? Niggas is laughing in your face, because what did you think? I Like, I know them people in Congress is just like, you really thought that you coming up here and talking to us was doing something? You... You really thought you got somewhere, huh? Nah, we don't fuck with you. They never fucked with you, Caitlyn, and they never will fuck with you. That's why you... I don't I don't even understand when Caitlyn was pro-Trump. I was just like, make it make sense, Caitlyn. How? How can you be pro-someone who fucking hates, hates you and your existence? Like, in what way do you think that this person fucks with you? Have you not heard the interviews? I'm confused. So, that was super strange to me. And I was like, nah, it's, it's, it's too weird out here. Too, 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 too weird. So, and my next topic, a headache, Kanye West. So, Kanye West recently put out some tweets where he was saying that, I don't know. Let, let's bring it to the top. So over the weekend, uh, one of Kanye West's shoe styles didn't sell. Now, if you know, and if you've been one of them people, well, so before Kanye started all this his shit, I wanted Yeezys bad. Like, everyone had Yeezys. I wanted Yeezys. I could never get Yeezys. All right, cool. I accepted it. Just never got a pair. Because I was like, I'm not paying $1,000 for these sneakers. And I'm not, every raffle I joined, I never got it. Whatever, fuck it. Now, I'm happy. After all that bullshit he did, I wouldn't even have worn my shoes. And people who still buy that shit, I side-eye them all the time. Keem, stay buying Yeezy. I always be like, why? Why are you supporting him? He don't fuck with you. But whatever. You motherfuckers like what you want to like. And we're going to keep it moving. So... Kanye puts up a tweet that says, my eyes are now wide open and now and now realize I've been used to spread messages I don't believe in. I am distancing myself from politics and completely focusing on being creative. Kanye, what the fuck is wrong with you? 
like if anyone believes this, you're crazy. The only way I believe this if, okay, if Kanye West goes away for a year and don't say shit, and I only see him and paparazzi pictures walking into a therapist's office, I think I will slowly start forgiving him and slowly start believing. But I feel like he's gone back and forth too many times, too many times, too many times. Like, I'm moving to Chicago for and I'm never leaving. I'm doing this, I'm doing Like, he's just been doing a lot of stuff that... There, it's like, okay, I see the bright side, and then he'll do some, just some next level shit, and you'll be like, nah, I can't fuck with you. So, I don't know if I can believe this right now. It's too weird. And what, what he says brought him to this is that he designed, well, no, 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 no. He did not design. He, Candace Owens, another dickhead, um... He said that Candace Owens wanted to design a t-shirt. And he gave Candace Owens someone who's um someone who's info who could design a t-shirt for him. But when it came out, what it made it look like is that Kanye West and Candace Owens together designed this t-shirt. And it was called Brexit. And it was basically asking black people to leave the um it's basically asking black people to leave the democratic party and go to the republican party and so they're like he was like i never i don't have anything to do with that shit you know i just hooked her up with a person who could do it for her all right cool whatever kanye and then he comes out with his um with the shit on twitter i feel like he felt the effects from his sneakers i i don't know if i could still go on adidas now and buy a pair but i do remember it was like saturday evening and i could easily go on there and get a pair of those sneakers and that has never like that has never been the case for Yeezys. And trust me, I have tried to buy Mad Yeezys. So, you know, I kind of feel like I feel like every time he apologizes is because like, oh, I'm I'm releasing an album. All right, you know, like when he was saying he was gonna release Yandi, he had went to Chicago. He just started doing like all of this shit. He started working with chance the rapper just like in my mind I'm like oh so now you want to clean up your image now you want to surround yourself around G Herbo around chance the rapper and make it seem like you know you're so Chicago and it's like my nigga come on please come on so I don't know I'm just not buying it and then there was an article on TMZ that said because everyone was like, the only reason why you're apologizing is because your shit ain't sell out in two minutes like it usually does. And niggas could easily go on Adidas.com and check out. Kanye West teams is saying the shoe didn't sell out because of his politics. The shoes were actually strong. The, the shoe sales were actually strong. I don't believe it. Like, those shoes 
were up and on sale for literally a full day and it was so weird because again I have never I've never been able to like just easily go and buy Yeezys so I truly do feel like it was something that he was affected by and I feel like you know I'm hoping that I'm hoping that he can come around like like I said I cannot forgive Kanye West now but a few years from now if he was to actually get his shit together if he was to actually um you know stay away from Trump and just make good music and like feed some you know give some money to kids and family and he's like if you did the work on the inside as well as the outside really did what you were supposed to do for Chicago and Donda like if you really did that shit cool I'm here for it so let's see but for now I'm not buying it I feel like he's gonna be fucking you know sitting at the table next week with Trump at the you know spewing out all his feelings and acting like that nigga birthed him on some weirdo shit next topic they said that emily being fabulous got married maybe this past weekend or last past weekend i don't know i mean i guess i don't have much to say about this but i will say this i would hate for me to because if you've been watching love and hip-hop from the beginning 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 Emily was on that first season, and what was this like? Maybe like 10, 12 years ago, crying about this man not having his shit together in regards to like their relationship, not wanting to marry her. Like, just, you know, all this, all this next crazy shit. Literally, in tears. And the only way that this man would marry you? Well, the only. To me, because I'm like, it looks like the only reason why he's marrying, why he did marry her is because he has this big lawsuit. Not the lawsuit, but you know, he has the, um, the state of New Jersey has, you know, is he's, he's been going back to court, back and forth to court for the altercation that they had at their house a few months ago. I don't know. I try not to judge. Let's be happy for the girl. But, you know, I don't know. Sometimes I just, us as women, like, I just be wanting us to just value ourselves more. Like, I'm I'm not marrying no nigga that's just marrying me. Like, Joe Budden was like, that is a, he was like, that's a court move. Like, that's some court shit. Like, that's... (laughs) Like, was it really a wedding? Like, what the fuck? And I was like, yo, as as fucked up as it sounds, like the way Joe Budden was describing it, I was like, that's so true. Like, I don't want no nigga who's just getting married to me because, you know, we're doing court next week and he could go to jail for three years because he put his hands on me. Are you fucking crazy? Nah, we don't do that. That's too weird, but... If she like it, I love it. If she happy, cool. Maybe they got something going on. Maybe they got a different type of love. I don't know. It's too weird. It's too 
it's honestly it's just it's another sad thing to look at but again and for my last topic let's get into this Megan Kelly situation so Megan Kelly just got fired from NBC because on her show Megan Kelly today which has now been canceled she was defending back blackface saying that when she was a, a kid that it was okay and that because you get in trouble if you are a white person who puts on a black face on Halloween or a black person who puts on a white face for Halloween, back when I was a kid, it was okay as long as you were dressing up as, like, a character. First of all, bitch, blackface was never okay. I don't know why or what makes white people think that darkening your skin isn't offensive just because you want to portray a character like one of the um situations that she was talking about was when Luann from the Real Housewives of New York had she said she was Diana Ross and she had an afro and then she had on like tanning lotion that made her skin darker now when I saw it I was like this is fucking weird. Like, to me, sometimes I just be looking at people like, how are you so tone deaf to where you think something like that is okay? And in this round table that Megan Kelly was sitting at, it was white people just sitting around at the table discussing blackface. And I was like, oh, I'm pretty sure they're all going to think that that shit is okay. It's okay for you. To try on blackness for a few minutes, for a few hours, because you want to be a fucking character. Like, you can be things and people are going to know who you are without having to fucking darken your skin. You know, if someone's Beyonce, if the outfit is on point, if a white person is Beyonce and it's from a specific, super popular look that Beyonce did I'm gonna look at you and be like that's Beyonce bitch you did that you don't need to darken up your skin you know you don't need to I had I just saw something on fucking um speaking of Beyonce this nurse I just saw it on Baller Alert this nurse and her I guess her boyfriend were Jay-Z and Beyonce for Halloween and they had both darkened their skin and it was disgusting like the guy had it was like he used the blackest fucking marker he could find and he threw on a big it was just really like yo this is really how these motherfuckers see us like that's why when people be you know going on all of these like you know sometimes when People are like, no, we need to get in the room. We need to get in the room. We need to get in the room. It's like sometimes you sit back and when they do dress up like us, like when they do do these things for Halloween and you see what they portray us as, like that. that's that's what you see when you look at me? Like that's it? Really? Oh, okay. All right. But if I tell you, you a jar of mayonnaise, you tight, right? Like, you know, shit like that. Charlamagne always um, calls white people mayonnaise, so. It's just like, 
This is really disgusting. And the fact that these people were on TV in 2018 defending that shit, I was like, nah. And she had already said some... First of all, she shouldn't have been on TV anyways because she had said... She had had already made some fucked up comments years ago when she was like... She had like... I guess she looked into the TV and she was like, Santa Claus is white. Jesus is white. Get over it. Bitch, Jesus is whoever the fuck someone wants them to be. Like, this is a fictional character. Why... Does it matter? Like, what? And we all know Jesus ain't white. We know that. Come on, bro. No, white people want to take, white people want to take all the good characters there, but they never want to, um, you know, they don't want to, we can't see the fucked up shit, you know. We can't, we can't, um, acknowledge all of these white men that's running up in schools and shooting them up, running up in buildings, shooting them up. We can't acknowledge that shit. We don't see it, but they want to fight you over who the fuck Santa Claus is. Who gives a fuck what Santa Claus is? Honestly, truly, if you really think about it, who gives a fuck? What? Like what? Bitch, whoever he want to be. Santa Claus in my house going to be black. Honestly, Santa Claus might just be me. I might be like, ain't no fucking Santa Claus. I mind this shit. No, I'm just joking. I want my kids to have fun. Like, I want them to think Santa Claus is coming. But I'm going to buy some black Santa Claus. Because I, I can't allow this shit in my house. Y'all motherfuckers is crazy. No. So, good for her. She got fired. She did leave with millions. So, she, sis is going to be okay. You know. I, I can't, you know, think that she's too mad. Because she she's still going to be able to live the lifestyle that she's been living. But, you know, a big fuck you to that bitch. You thought defending blackface. Bitch, what's wrong with you? So I'm going to wrap up the episode because I'm tired. I'm hungry. You know, I'm starving. But if you like this show, let me know. Send me a review. Like, well, okay. If you've never listened to the show before and this is, like, your first time, listen to other shows because you might not like me by myself. But if you listen weekly, let me know how I do it. Like, let me know if you like this. And maybe I could incorporate this every once in a blue moon. Again, I just wanted to try something new. This is not permanent. So just let me know how you feel about it. And good night. I will have a show next week. Bye. On time at that. Bye.